Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And welcome to Calvary Live. I am your host for this next hour. I am Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, and I am taking your questions and your prayer requests. You just heard the number that was given out to be on the show, to be on air and to be able to uh, give your prayer requests and ask your questions. Maybe you got questions that your Bible reading has brought up, or maybe you heard a teaching that you'd like to get some clarity and understanding. I'd love to talk to you about the Word of God, take you to the Word of God, and to uh, bring um, any kind of clarity I can to your questions. As you heard, the number to call is 303-690-3000. Also to let you know that prayer requests are taken, we're here to minister to you. We're here to bless you and all the listeners that are out there listening at Grace FM along the Front Range in Colorado. We want to welcome you. What a beautiful day it is here in Colorado. We're getting closer to spring. It's a wonderful time of the year for us Christians as we're getting closer to uh, Resurrection Weekend coming up in a few weeks and uh, Holy Week and looking so forward to celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's such a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, fact and hope that we have as Christians. And so welcome, Grace FM listeners uh, along the Front Range in Colorado and Southern Wyoming. And then for you who are listening on the East Coast on Hope FM and Truth FM, we welcome you to call in at 303-690-3000. Give me a call. Grab one of those open lines, and let's talk about Jesus. Let's go to the Word of God together. Let's go to the throne of God as you uh, call in with your prayer requests. 303-690-3000. There is a dedicated text line that you can call, and that number is 720-336-0897 for you to be able to text in questions and be able to text in a prayer request. Matter of fact, let's go to uh, our text line because somebody just texted in a prayer request, and it kind of touched my heart because uh, the request is, would you pray for my son who goes to college and is on spring break in Florida with a bunch of his friends. And I think the reason that it kind of struck me is because I have college-age kids, and I know that uh, up here in Greeley at UNC, they're on spring break, and other universities here in Colorado, the schools uh, here in Greeley are on spring break. And maybe there is uh, someone that you have that, um, as they're on spring break, taking a trip with their friends, like this one who has texted in this prayer request, uh, that you really want to lift them up in prayer, because there's so many things to pull them away from the Lord uh, out there in um, as they take vacation out there in the world. Uh, it is so carnal. It is so worldly out there. So, Father, we just pray for this one. You know who uh, texts this prayer request in. You know um, their son um, that is in Florida with a bunch of his friends. And so we lift him up to you specifically. We pray that uh, you would uh, just put a hedge of protection around him, that you would uh, minister to his heart, 
that you bring any kind of conviction that um, that needs to come, uh, that you would just uh, work in this individual's life. And Lord, we do pray for our young people. We pray that as this is the time of year where it's spring, it's um, just a lot more activity going on. Uh, we pray for our young people, our sons, our daughters, our grandchildren that are out there in the world, and the world is bombarding them with carnality and sin and and accepting it and telling everyone to celebrate it. And we want to, Lord, come with the love of Jesus Christ, with the truth of God's Word, to tell them that abundant life is found in living for Jesus Christ and that the world's only going to bring bondage to them. So we just pray all this in Jesus' name Amen. Well, we got open lines. Give me a call. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. Maybe you got a prayer request. Love to be able to pray with you. 303-690-3000. We have open lines. And as I mentioned, that this is a very special time of the year for Christians as we're getting closer to Holy Week. I know for us here at Calvary Chapel Greeley next week, we're going to dedicate the week to prayer and fasting, and we're just going to kind of get away from the norm. We're going to be here in the evenings at 7 o'clock during the weekdays, and we're going to spend time in prayer. We're going to have the sanctuary open during lunchtime from 11 to 1 o'clock to spend time uh, in prayer for those who desire to come and to just uh, uh, spend that time quiet before the Lord, to be able to fast as the Lord leads you. And I think for fasting, one of the things that I encourage uh, people is, yeah, we fast from a meal, we fast perhaps from food, but there may be some other things that you can fast from. Maybe perhaps from social media, it can just uh, suck a lot of our time up and and uh, just uh, really... Uh, you know, take a lot of time that we spend. And I know that social media is a part of our lives, and particularly for young people. But maybe to put that aside, put the TV aside, put the the other things aside, to be able to focus on the Lord. So I look so forward to that week uh, that we set aside for just going to the Lord. We have so much to pray about, praying for our nation, praying for our community, praying for the church here and what God is doing. He's doing such awesome things, and uh, it all uh, is um, is got to be uh, under that umbrella of prayer because prayer is so important. We see that in the early church, and uh, it's a vehicle in which God works, and it's so important in our Christian lives. So uh, looking forward to that, and then we'll enter into Holy Week, and we have four uh, resurrection weekend services, Saturday night at 6, and then three Sunday mornings at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And one of the things I want to encourage you as we talk about uh, resurrection weekend coming up in Holy Week, I, I want to encourage all of you that are listening that you be one, that you are inviting somebody to your church. You're inviting somebody uh, out to um, to celebrate the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, because more people are open to going to church at this time of the year than any other time, even Christmas. Because what happens at Christmas is we get very busy in Christmas Eve and, and family and uh, all the Christmas activities that come with it. But when it comes to uh, Resurrection uh, Weekend, when it comes to Easter, uh, people are more open and willing to come. So I want to encourage you, just as I've encouraged all of us here at Calvary Chapel Greeley, to invite somebody to your church to, to celebrate, to hear the gospel message, to be able to hear the truth that Jesus is alive and uh, he 
uh, rose from the grave and the tomb is empty. Well, I got open line, so uh, give me a call, 303-690-3000. Love to, to talk with you. You, the, the listeners, are the ones. This is your show. And without any callers, uh, I can keep talking, but let's talk about the things of the Lord. Uh, let's talk about uh, what the Lord has for us. Um, and uh, we'll just uh, continue on with some text questions. Again, text line is 720-336-0897. I'm always open to what the Lord has. If it's through texting, that's wonderful. We're, we're going to do that. But here's a text uh, question that came in. How do you be a light for Christ, love people, but not be a doormat? And I think that's such a good question uh, to ask because we do want to be a light. We want to love people, but it does not mean that you're a doormat. It doesn't mean that you just let people walk all over you. And I think that as Jesus, he came and he said, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm gentle and meek. And, and that word meekness means strength under control. Jesus was one that the common people heard him gladly. Uh, Jesus was one that was meek in that that he told truth. Uh, he confronted the religious leaders. He was one that um, didn't hold back truth from them, but he loved people. He was not a doormat uh, to, to walk on, and neither should you and I. We give truth. We stand strong in the faith. It takes great courage um, today to live for the Lord, to stand your ground, to move forward in the difficulties and the trials and the world coming against us. And so keep loving people. And Jesus, that's what he did. He was the perfect harmony, as John's Gospel says, of grace and truth. Because if it's just all truth and there's no grace, uh, it can be kind of hard. And and we don't want to compromise truth. But if it's all grace and no truth, then it becomes a little bit flaky and you have a tendency to be walked on. It's a combination of grace and truth blended together as Jesus demonstrates in his life. Um, And that's what uh, I I look at Jesus, uh, how he was one that he was strong, he was truthful, he didn't back down, but yet um, he was one that was full of compassion and gentleness uh, and love to the people. So let's go to Daniel in Hersey, Pennsylvania. Daniel? Daniel, you with us? Yes, can you Daniel? Hear me? Yes, how are you? Doing well, how are you doing? Good. Welcome to Calvary Live. Hi. Uh, so I have a question. It's a bit of a, a different one. I fully believe in Jesus Christ. Um, the question I have, and some of the things I grapple with, is we talk about the, the great sacrifice of Jesus and, and what he what he did for us on the cross. When I think about that great sacrifice he made, one of the challenges I have is getting my head around, you know, is that really such a big sacrifice if you know that you're going to be with God the Father in, you know, the perfect place and you're leaving this place is really more of a a lot of the earthly tortures and, 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 and challenges, and you're leaving all that behind. Um, you know, we always talk about this great sacrifice, but was, it's tough for me to rationalize it if it was more of a more of a release, more of a. Um, a are great you talking about? Are you talking about Jesus' sacrifice for us, or are you talking about in the world that um, it's a sacrifice to follow Jesus? 
Uh, I'm talking about Jesus's actual sacrifice yeah. on the cross. Absolutely incredible what he did for us. And that's what I hope that you understand. When Jesus was in the garden, he was sweating great drops of blood. And he prayed something very, very important, Daniel. He said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. And what he was saying, that that this cup of suffering and death, that he was about ready to, to go and endure, um, as he set his face to go to the cross, that if there was any other way for you and I to be saved, he didn't have to take on the cup of suffering and death. He suffered in ways that we can't not fully understand. And in that agony and passion of Jesus, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And it was later on in the garden when they came to arrest Jesus that Jesus said that I'm going to take on the cup of suffering and death that the the Father has given me to do. And here's the thing, Daniel, was so incredible. It was ordained that he would go to the cross before the foundations of the world. And Jesus is our hope. And if it wasn't for him going to the cross, we would all have no hope at all. We would all be headed for hell. And as I think about his sacrifice, that here's the thing. When Peter pulled out that sword, and as he was going to defend Jesus, Jesus said, Peter, put the sword away. Again, I'm going to take on the cup of suffering and death that the Father has given to me. And don't you know, Peter, that I can call down 12 legions of angels, and he could have. He could have done that, Daniel. All he had to do was simply speak, and 144,000 angels would have descended down on that garden, destroyed those soldiers, destroyed Jerusalem, destroyed the whole world. But he didn't. And he didn't because of you and because of me. And he knew that there would be absolutely no hope, no salvation, no forgiveness of sin if he didn't allow himself to be sacrificed on that cross. He was the lamb that was led to the slaughter. And then on that cross, you know, as he walked up that hill to that place of execution, that he was thinking about you, Daniel. And he was thinking about every single person that is out there listening to this program. And it was because of his love for you that he went. And he did it so we can have hope and that we know that we're going to go to heaven and that we have a living Savior through the resurrection, a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What an incredible sacrifice that I think we're going to spend all eternity just marveling at. So I would encourage you, Daniel, during this time that we're getting towards Holy Week, to really look to the cross, to really look at his love, to really think and ponder about you know, what he did for us in suffering and dying and his body on that cross convulsing and, and, um, and just you know, the, the pain and suffering he did because of his love for us so that we can have hope of heaven. What an incredible sacrifice. So that's what my prayer is for you, Daniel. All right? You bet. Father, I pray for Daniel. I pray that his eyes and his heart would be opened up to the great sacrifice of Jesus Christ, who died for Daniel there in Hersey, Pennsylvania, that, Lord, that he would come fully to understand. We can't fully understand it. The depth of suffering that he went through, uh, the cat of nine tails on his back, 
the being punched by and beaten by the Romans and the religious leaders, his body convulsing on that cross, his blood being shed for the forgiveness of sin. He was like the lamb that was led to the slaughter. And what an incredible sacrifice to give us hope. And then he rose from the grave. So, Lord, I pray that you would help us to see the cross. And, Lord, that we would take people to the cross of Jesus demonstrating his love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Daniel, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Tony in Philadelphia. Tony? How are you, Tony? Good, good. I have a bit of a quandary, and I just kind of need some guidance. Okay. Uh, I grew up in the faith a long time ago, and my mom brought me up in the name it and claim it and prosperity gospel type ministry. And it was really damaging to me as a teenager, and I really turned from Christ for many years, which, praise God, I came back to Christ about 15 years ago. But yeah, I came God. to a Calvary Chapel in Chester Springs, so it was just awesome. Praise God. But now, yeah. what I'm what I'm wrestling with now is how I talk to my mother. She still goes back to this name it and claim it type philosophy, where they really take scripture out of context, and right. you know, like they take Isaiah 53, you know, by his stripes were healed, and they try to order God to heal people on the spot, and it just gets right. kind of out there. So what I'm wrestling with as as a believer is how do I lovingly tell my mother or my family that you know what calling it out for what it is it's, it's a false gospel right and it's been really difficult because I don't know how to articulate it sometimes sometimes God gives me the words and I just kind of I feel like God's telling me to keep my mouth shut yeah and yeah. just smile it, it, but then it, sometimes you know, I want to I want to say so much more because I'm almost it almost makes me angry. Yeah, and I understand. And I think what a tragedy that the faith prosperity movement and gospel has been to so many, uh, Tony. Um, I I have known many that their faith um, has really uh, been damaged uh, because of it, because they had a, a relative um, that had cancer, and they were claiming healing over it, and God chose to take them home, and it just damaged their faith, or they thought, you know, something's wrong with me. They were told you didn't have enough faith, or there's sin in your life. Um, I've I've talked to those who, you know, have had boats and homes on pictures of it on their refrigerator, and and thinking that if I give my seed faith, then I'm going to be wealthy. And right, and that's you know, exactly it is what turned me away for so many yeah. years, and frustrating yeah so you know you know the situation with your parents i mean are they wealthy um has god no. repaid them a hundredfold and nope. yeah see that's the thing the, the only ones really that are getting rich are the the so-called evangelists and pastors that are teaching that and of course there's um christian tv that is full of those teachers and they draw in thousands and it can be a very subtle thing, too, of kind of a, a positive kind of thinking and motivational kind of thinking kind of deal uh, to where you just need to put that thought out of your mind and that cancer will go away, things like that. Here's the bottom line tragedy, Tony, and it is hard to talk to them sometimes. 
is that the the name it and claim it the the faith movement focuses so much on the temporary rather than the eternal and right. the prior the priority of the Lord is the eternal spiritual riches that are ours in Christ. I have no problem with God every good and perfect gift comes from above, and God can everything that we have you know he blesses and some he has allowed to be wealthy, but he's usually those who are good stewards and those um you know that uh, you know um uh, are you know are not the priority isn't their riches i mean there's rich people in the scripture like abraham was wealthy he was a friend of god david was wealthy he was a man after god's own heart solomon was very wealthy wealthier than anybody he had the wisdom of god joseph of arimathea was wealthy and nicodemus they took care of the body of jesus so the problem with the faith movement it, it is so much on health and prosperity and wealth and temporary things that it does not focus and it does not give the message of the cross and it does not give the message of the spiritual blessings that are a priority in our lives. And um, you know what? The the thing is, I tell people, if you don't have two dimes to rub together at the end of the month, if you have Jesus, you're wealthy. And, yes. and the and the eternal perspective that we are to have. And, and, and there's a lot of problems with it. I'm just kind of bringing it down to, you know, the whole seed faith, and you plant, you know, seed faith, and you get a hundredfold, and they take Scripture out of context. But to be able to understand that the Lord's desire is for us to have eternal rewards, that is always, always the priority that we see in Scripture, and that the stuff that we get here, it's all going to go away. It's all going to sure. burn up. It's all going to go away. And the only thing that lasts is what we did for Christ. But it is unfortunate. And the reason, Tony, that a lot of people are into it is because it appeals to the flesh. It's, it is fleshly. Speaking, yeah. yeah, it appeals to the flesh, and um, and that's the unfortunate thing. So, you know, keep praying for your parents and, and keep giving them Jesus, keep giving them the eternal promises that we have, and um, it's always the the spiritual blessings. And and it was interesting too, Tony, as you read the prayers of Paul, you read the prayers of Peter, you read the prayers of of the saints. It is always focused on our relationship with the Lord and um, drawing close to Him and knowing Him and the eternal blessings and pursuit of the Lord. It is never about, please give me a million dollars. And sure. so those are the things that you point out. And maybe there's a time where you kind of, you don't know what to say, but, you know, I ask people, gosh, you've been in the health wealth all these years. Are you wealthy? And they just kind of hey. look at me, they stare blank. I mean, maybe your pastor is wealthy or whoever you're given to is wealthy, but it's unfortunate. And we don't give to the Lord so we can just be wealthy. I mean, God blesses. He says, test me in this area of giving and know that I'm going to bless. We found out that we can't outgive God, but we do it because we love him. And sure. not that we, we can have, yeah, giver. yeah. Enjoy of giving. And, um, and because we can't outgive God and we want the kingdom of God to go forward. So it's a whole different perspective. Try to get them on the eternal perspective and um, it can be difficult, and it can be hard. Sure. Does that help, Tony? 
It does. It does. It helps a lot. And I think it's just, you know, it's been teaching me patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of patience. Pretty, and I mean, I'm, the good I'm, news is, is they're going to heaven. I'll see them. They'll, yeah. they'll be, they'll be there. And, and yeah. I just, I, I don't want to see them spread a false gospel. And that's where I'm really wrestling with. It's all, it's all over and it's so popular. And, sure. um, it's, it's unfortunate. So, Hey, can I pray for your parents? Sure. Father, I thank you for Tony calling in from um, Philadelphia on Hope FM. And I just pray that um, you would just um, help him to speak to his parents, to anyone else he knows that are caught up in the prosperity, faith movement, and gospel, which is not the gospel. And that he, you would give him the words to speak. I pray that his parents, whoever else is caught up into it, that you'd minister to them the truth of your love and word, and Lord, that um, that you love us so much, that you've provided the greatest wealth and the greatest thing, and that is your Son, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, Amen. I thank you for thank Tony. You, Bless him in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless you. God bless. All right. All right, love it. Hearing from you guys out on the East Coast, let's go to Kelly in Pennsylvania. Kelly? Hello. Hi. How are you, Kelly? Hi. Um, I have a prayer request for you today. Um, my daughter, my adult daughter, um, has been dealing with a mental illness for years. Um, okay. She has schizophrenia, and um, although it's managed, uh, she deals with a lot of anxiety, and I would just love if you could pray for her to, just for peace with, it, with that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Father, we pray for Kelly's daughter, and she struggles. And um, and even though uh, the schizophrenia may be managed, Lord, we pray for your touch to be upon her, because you're the one that can heal us physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually, because you're the creator of all things. So I lift up Kelly's daughter. I pray that you would touch her that you would bring healing to her, that you would, uh, by your grace, help her every single day, and that um, you give her peace and comfort in her mind and in her heart, Lord. We just pray, and I pray for Kelly. I pray that you'd help her minister to her daughter, and I continue to love her and speak Scripture and truth into her heart. I pray that you would bless uh, her in every way, and um, and that she would always know there's hope in you, Lord, that you love her daughter, and uh, you would show yourself on behalf of this family, and um, Lord, just work in the way that you desire, and we ask this uh, according to your word, Lord, according to your name, Jesus, and just ask for your compassion uh, to be uh, poured out on, on Kelly's daughter, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You bet, Kelly. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. Hey, it's great to hear from you guys on the East Coast, uh, from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Uh, so wonderful that you're calling in on Hope FM. Keep calling in. Still waiting for my first call. I don't know if the other guys have heard from Truth FM in Tennessee and uh, parts of North Carolina. And um, we'd, we'd love to be able to talk with you and uh, so give me a call if you're listening on Truth FM. I'd like to be, have you guys be a part of the show. 
and uh, some very good questions about how to minister to our families, how to minister to those who have gotten into strange doctrine. And I think that it's such an important thing for us to be grounded in the Word today, because uh, there is a lot of that. And it seems to indicate in the Scriptures, even as Paul would write to Timothy, that in the latter days that there's going to be those who are going to have itchy ears, giving themselves over to myths and fables, and drawing up teachers after themselves. And a lot of it is going to be pleasing to the flesh in one way or, or another. So it's so important for us to be grounded in the Word of God. It's so important for us to... Uh, be studying the scriptures and to give the truth of God's word to others. So, hey, we're at the break. I know that um, we have some open lines, so call 303-690-3000. We'll pick up our callers after the break. Be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. It's so good to be with you on this beautiful afternoon and evening. I am Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, uh, overlooking the Rocky Mountain National Park. And uh, we've had so many calls from the East Coast this uh, afternoon, from Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. And um, I just want to encourage you guys. I know a lot of you come out here to Colorado as you're making vacation plans for the summer. And if you ever come out and you have a chance to stop by the church, I'd love to meet you and let me know that you're listening and uh, just to worship with us. And love for you to be able to do that. I always like to uh, run into those who uh, hear us on the radio, who are blessed and encouraged. So uh, as you're planning your trip, many people come out to Rocky Mountain National Park. I think there's like uh, three to four million people, visitors every year to our beautiful uh, national park. It's only about 45 miles from Greeley. And a lot of people pass through, so I'd love to meet you. Just putting a little bug in your ear, and so appreciate you guys out there and everyone who's listening to Calvary Live. Well, we've had some great questions. We're going to go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Danny in Aurora. Danny? Danny there? Maybe we lost Danny. Danny, if you're listening, I'd love for you to call back. I know you were holding a little bit before the break. But you had a question, why do we not follow uh, Catholic traditions yet celebrate um, some of their holidays? And um, I'm not sure uh, what traditions you're thinking of, um, but uh, but if you can call back, Danny, uh, hopefully we didn't lose you, and I'd love to answer those questions for you. I, I um, you know, as we know the, the Catholic Church, I grew up in the Catholic Church, and um, there's some traditions there that uh, are not really biblical or not in the scriptures. It has to do with traditions, um, but they also they celebrate uh, Easter. They celebrate Christmas like many of us have. So just wanting to kind of get some clarity on that, Danny, if you give me a call back. Let's go to Merlin in Maryland. Merlin? 
Hello? Merlin? Is this Merlin? No, this is me on. How are you? You're on Calvary Live. I'm Merlin, yes. Uh, Pastor Ed, I listen to your show every evening in Merlin. And I would like to know if possibly you could help me with a question that me and my wife have. Um, sure. For the last couple of years, uh, she hasn't been able to study and normal things that we do in the house. We, I mean, they just put off now, and we don't do them. Mm-hmm. I wonder who could want to ask one this if it could be something demonic or, you know, because we don't have any answer for it. Well, it could be a number of things. It could be, um, you know, Satan will, he, he likes to come against us in the mind. He's the accuser of the brethren who accuses us day and night. So he will try to distract us. He will try to, um, you know, bring us down. He'll try to exhaust us. And a good way he does that is mentally. Um, it could be something like that. Or it could be that as we get older in life that uh, our brains uh, change. We get a little older. And it could be a part of that. Um, and it could be just um, that you know, sometimes it's a little bit harder to concentrate on things. So it could be a number of things. But I'd love to pray for you, love to pray for her. And um, I think the Lord will help you and, and for her to be able to concentrate. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid if if uh, you go see a doctor, if there's something medically that perhaps is going on, or, um, you know, certainly to pray. It's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. But um, to to just have that conversation with her, have that conversation with your doctors, and we're going to certainly pray. So, Father, I pray for this sweet couple that has called and listening from Maryland. I pray that you would, Lord, just help um, help in this situation to give answers, to give blessing in every way. I pray for um, Merlin, who has called in from Maryland, his wife, that you would just give him wisdom in ministering to her and uh, getting the answers that he's looking for. And, Lord, if it's if it's Satan there harassing her where she can't concentrate, that you would uh, bring um, just a, a hedge of protection around her. Um, if it's something that the doctors can help with, uh, you know, to give some answers, um, that you would just use them as well. But, Lord, we pray that you would intervene, that you would bless in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for calling in. We're going to keep praying. Keep us updated, okay? Okay, thank you. You bet. God bless you. Let's go to Shannon and Hudson. Shannon? Hello? Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I've been better. I can tell you that much. I was okay. calling in for a prayer request. Uh, uh, my wife of five years a couple of weeks ago, walked out the door on me and her daughter. She's been suffering from PTSD for a, mm-hmm. quite a long time, and it's just been interfering with her life and her ability to keep jobs and our ability to communicate in the household. And I actually right. uh, put her on a train to Chicago last night, even though she's not with me right now. Um, she left her 15-year-old with me. When she left and said she didn't want anything to do with us, I got her to okay. get on a train and I sent her to Chicago to a, a treatment center for women that have suffered trauma. 
And right now, I don't know if insurance is going to cover it. I don't know what's going on. I just know that I had to get her somewhere and get her some help. And I'm just hoping for a prayer request that this does help her and that somehow we come up with the money in order to pay for it. It's like $1,300 a day for this place if the insurance doesn't take care of it. I work in agriculture at a feedlot. I don't make that kind of money at all. (laughs) Right, right, right. I've been... Shannon, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray for your wife. And it, it is something that um, that I've met a number of people that are struggling with that, PTSD. And I think that it's just coming about as an issue that um, really hasn't been talked a whole lot about till just recently, the last few years. And we're going to pray for her and ask God to bring healing to her mind and the the trauma that she's gone through, and to be able to bring peace to her. So, Father, I just pray for Shannon. I he he's someone who loves his wife and has watched her suffer uh, in her mind and with this um, post traumatic stress disorder and the trauma she's gone through. You know exactly what she's gone through, and Lord, I just pray that as she feels just the darkness and being in a pit around her and dealing with this, that you would bring peace to her. If you choose to use this facility, that um, she would come out and Lord, that you would provide that Shannon wouldn't have to worry about the costs and that the, the insurance would help out and, and, and to be able to uh, give him a piece about this and that you would just minister to her. Lord, touch her mind, touch her heart, her soul, Lord, bring healing and peace to her, and we just ask this in Jesus' name. And I also pray for those who are out there listening to this program that may be going through the same thing, um, going through some traumatic, um, you know, afterwards of, of the experience that has really affected them, maybe those in law enforcement, maybe those that have been in the military, that you bring healing to them, that you, Lord, would minister to them, that the body of Christ would surround them and support them in every way. So, Lord, we just lift all this up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, hey, Shannon, one of the things, you you keep us updated because um, this is something that um, I know that has come up again and again, in my ministry, and I just, we want to help and, and be available to help those who experience those things. Being a chaplain for the sheriff's office, I know guys that are going through it, and gals as well. And um, so one it's of the really things that... really misunderstood. People don't understand yeah. how much it affects people's lives and families, and it, it can destroy lives and families yeah. Absolutely. It's a really bad thing. It's it's like a cancer. Only it's not something you can just cut out. It's uh, right, it is bad. exactly. And one of the things, if if you know, keep us updated. We're going to be praying, and then if she comes back, you're there in Hudson. But yeah. I know that Calvary Aurora has a, a ministry. I believe it's on Tuesday nights. Pastor Jason um, is is there at the church that kind of oversees it, but they are ministering to those who are going through PTSD on Tuesdays. And Hudson is not that far from Aurora. No. I, I drive through Hudson. You can jump on 76 to E470. You can be there in probably about half hour, 35 minutes. 
So if that's an option, you might look into that. And I know that's something that I'd like to, if sometime we can bring here to look at what they're doing and stuff. But I think more churches are are starting to realize that it's a real need. And I want to give that option to you that you might talk to somebody there at Calvary Aurora and Pastor okay. Jason or whoever um, that can give you that information and be a help, even if you went to it, to be able to to understand it and um, yeah. and know that there's people that care for you, that will pray for you and pray for your wife. And I want you to know that that's available. Thank you. I do appreciate it. And I've got one little praise report with all of this uh-huh. stuff going on. Like I said, I work in agriculture at a feedlot, but the company that I worked for is such a good company. They actually stepped up, and they covered the insurance deductible and everything for me to send there. And uh, one of the main investors in our company um, is a very strong Christian, very devout Christian man, and I just, you know, I want to thank them and thank God for putting them in my lives because I prayed for, I was unemployed for two years and I prayed for a job and this is the one I got and it is not what I wanted when I started, but it's the best job and the best people I have ever worked for in my life. Good, and God, good. God put them there. They have, they have it, helped me yeah. out so much over the last five years. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and you know, up here in Well County, you're on the Southern end of it. But this is a big agriculture area and up here in Greeley. And I know people that are in agriculture that work the land, that um, have dairies and feedlots. And listen, Shannon, it is a good work. We appreciate those in agriculture. They feed our nation. Um, they they work so hard, and there's good people. And um, and I'm so glad to hear that. And um, it makes all the difference in the world. And uh, so God bless you. And, thank um, you very much. God, God bless you too, and thank you. I, I listen to your radio okay. station every day on my way home from work, and I, the yeah. things that I learn and the way you help people, and it, it, it's wonderful. It's great that God has put put you guys out there for people. Yeah. You help a lot. Yeah. You help people get through some hard times. Well, it's a privilege, and always remember, there's hope with Jesus. Always, there is hope with Jesus. Okay. Yeah, that's I've been struggling so hard with that lately because it just seems like it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and I just keep putting my faith in it and putting it in Him, and that it's gonna. There's some reason that this is happening that that's yeah. making me stronger one way, shape, form, or another. But boy, it's tough to go through it. I know that. Yeah, yeah, and and the enemy wants you to feel hopeless, and he wants you to be full of fear. But here's something that, that I tell a lot of people. When you're confronted with that, which you don't understand, fall back on the things you do understand. You don't understand all that your wife's going through and you know how she, you know what she's thinking and this PTSD. We don't understand it, but you can fall back on the fact that you know that Jesus is with you and he hears you and you go to him and you keep praying and you keep praying for your wife and we're going to be praying with you. Okay, thank you very much again. Thank you. God bless you all. Okay, God bless you. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Uh-huh. And there are those of you who may be out there, and it seems like in the situation you're in, maybe it was with a child or a family member or loved one that they're just going through difficulties, uh, they're going through a hard time. Um, keep them in prayer. Keep giving them the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's Word. And the enemy is going to come along and try to, to make you feel like there's no hope, um, that God's promises are not true, um, to try to, to give, get you to give up. 
you keep going to Jesus. You keep going to him. Keep praying. And um, and we're here to pray with you and encourage you and, and to give you God's promises that you can stand on. And you see, here's the thing. We trust in the Lord, but the hard part can be at times to rest in the Lord, to rest in his promises that he is working. And he sees you and he hears you. You keep seeking him. And um, and we're so privileged to be here to encourage you in that and to be able to pray with you as well. Let's go to Lily and Aurora. Lily? Hello. Hi. How are you? You're on Calvary um, Live. I'm doing good. Hello, good. Pastor. I've been listening to your show for a month now. And good. I used to go to church, me and my four kids, my husband, and the grandma, and then uh, we moved to Denver, and then we stopped going. Um, I guess I'm kind of blaming myself that sometimes I expect too much, like expecting the house to be spotless or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And I things happened with the mother-in-law and myself in the past, and I right. just try very hard to forgive her. Like the Bible said, and I, I just can't. And now I'm starting going to church again, and I'm trying to for, forgive her, but I just can't. Yeah. So I, yeah. my husband is telling me that, and my kids stop going to church now. They think that I'm expecting too much. They think that um, I have too much hatred. And um, my husband now, I've been married to him for 23 years, and now. He said that he only give me five months, and if I don't change, that he's just gonna go away. And but I don't believe in that. I believe in that um, a marriage, if if it's only you have to cheat on your husband or certain things, right. adultery, then that's when it ends. And things like this, that we should stay together and work it out. But. Right. I just you know, don't Lily, know what to do uh, anymore. I mean, I'm okay. praying, but it seems like something's pulling me away. Yeah. Here's a couple things, Lily. Okay. And I'm glad you called because you're going through something that a lot of people can experience. You're going through years of um, all these things for kids, high expectations. You know, Lily, I raised four kids. How in the world can you keep a house clean with four kids? Um, you try, you do your best, but apparently it sounds like that you've been hurt by a relative, uh, you've been hurt by somebody, and and there's the scripture that tells us the imperative to forgive. And it can be one of the hardest things that God has called us to do. Because I'll speak for myself, when I've been hurt, when I've been cut deep, when you know I really been I've been betrayed or whatever the case may be, that I'm not holy enough just to say, oh, I forgive. But I know that the Lord wants me to forgive. And here's the key, Lily. You keep going to the Lord and saying, Lord, help me to forgive because I'm having a hard time. I think it's the hardest thing that God has called us to do. But Mm -hmm. he calls us to do it. Otherwise, listen, Lily, that person's got power over you. And that person you're not forgiving causes bitterness 
to grow in your heart, you start to become bitter, you start to become angry, and it starts to affect us, our countenance, it affects our uh, joy, it steals, it robs, and that's why the book of Hebrews says, don't let that root of bitterness, you know, grow. We're to keep it in check. So you go to the Lord and in the honesty of your heart, say, Lord, I'm having a hard time forgiving. Help me to forgive. And you do that over and over again, bit by bit, day by day, and just allow the Lord to do that supernatural work in you. Again, forgiveness can be the hardest thing that God has called us to do when we've been hurt deeply, but he's called us to do it because he doesn't want us to be enslaved to bitterness and anger, and that person all of a sudden has power over you. The second thing, Lilius, is it's important for you guys to be in church, to be with the body of believers. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us, don't forsake the assembly of ourselves together. And that's a commandment given by the Lord because he designed the church to be there for you. He designed the church so you can be edified, you can be uplifted, you can be fed, you can be prayed for. There are people that are there to love you and to encourage you. And that's why I always, you know, we get people that call and and they listen to the radio, which I am so glad they do. And they listen to Bible teaching, which is great, but it's not a substitute for being with a group of believers, whether it's a small fellowship, a large church, but get involved with believers and get connected where you're going to be fed, you're going to be loved, you're going to be prayed for, and it's going to be a blessing in your life. And there are going to be those who are going to help you and, and pray with you, and, and it's so vital. I, 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 I can't emphasize that enough. And here's a tactic of the enemy, Lily. He wants to isolate you. He wants to get you to where you're not in fellowship, you're not in church, and if he can isolate you, then it's a lot easier for him to discourage you and beat you up. And you're not getting the Word of God. You're not being encouraged by others. So the Lord brought you to Grace FM and to this program. And it, I, I assume, and what I'm hearing from you, has been a help and a blessing. And you keep listening to Calvary Live, you keep listening to Bible teaching, but also find a church. And, and there's a lot of good churches that are in um, the Denver area. If you're in Aurora, uh, Calvary Aurora is such a wonderful church um, that is full of Christians that have the love of Jesus Christ and those that are there to serve you and help you and pray for you. But then go to the Lord and say, Lord, I need help to forgive because I don't want this to have control over me and fill my heart full of bitterness and anger, and it will grow, and it'll get worse, and I need you, Lord, because I can't do it on my own, and I just need your help, and you're going to see the Lord begin to work and pray for that person. That's why Jesus said pray for those who have hurt you. Uh, Pray for them because all of a sudden your heart starts to change. And it doesn't say when you ask, you know, when you're wanting to forgive that what they did, you know, um, I, you know, it was no big deal. Yeah, the, what they did to hurt you is it, it's hurtful. It's real. Um, you don't want to you're not just saying I condone it. I just overlook it. But what you're saying is, Lord, I don't want it to have control over me and to rob me of my joy 
and rob me of my, you know, um, relationship uh, with others and with my children because that's what bitterness does, and it begins to come out. So I want to encourage you this, and Lily, listen, I really believe that the Lord brought you to this radio station to encourage you and to speak to you, speak a word to you, to ask for forgiveness, to be in fellowship, and 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 to ask for the joy of the Lord. Oh, Lord, restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and he will help you, and he will meet you where you're at. Thank you. Does that help? Thank Does you. that help? Can I pray for you? Yes. Father, I pray for Lily, and she's she calls. It took a lot of courage for her to call, but I believe that you're working in her heart, and I pray that you would help her to forgive, that, Lord, that she's been hurt. I don't know what she's been through, but you do, and as she comes in the honesty of her heart and says, Lord, help me to forgive, that you would help her, that she would, Lord, day by day do that, and she would choose to forgive because it's a choice. That she would choose to say, Lord, I want to, to Lord, come and not let that cause me to be bitter um, and cause me to um, be in bondage, but, Lord, to be free from it. And, Lord, help me to find a church. Help our family restore our marriage, restore my closeness and fellowship with my children, that we can be in a church where we can worship together and be encouraged in God's Word. And Lord, take us to that place. So Lord, thank you for what you're doing. I pray for my sister. I pray that you would just do an incredible work in her family and in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you Lily, so much. Yes. This is what I want you to do. I want you to call me back. I want you to call me back in a couple of weeks and let me know how it's going, okay? Yes, and one question. So sure. how am I going to overcome my kids? How can I get my children to go to church with me? Pray Since for now, them. Now, I, I don't know. I'm blaming myself. It's all because are of they, me. Are they adults? They kind of are believe they ad- in Jesus, but they don't want to go right. learn um, Bible, go to Bible study or go to church and... All right. Here's here's the thing. Um, is are they teenagers? Or are they adults? That adult. Yeah, and I have adult children too. And, and one of the things that, as you go, you and your husband, and as you are being ministered to, and you come back, and it's like, wow, you know, we worship the Lord, we we study God's word, we were blessed. When they begin to see that blessing in you, that's going to begin to attract them. But the key is you pray for them and you share with them what God is doing in your life. And, you know, I was just talking with somebody today about um, that Moses was told by the Lord, take the people, lead the people to the place that I've shown you. And you're not going to be able to lead unless God is showing you something. You're not going to be able to give if you haven't received it from the Lord. If you don't have it, you can't give it. So as you're getting blessed, as you're growing in the Word, as they see that you are changing because God's working that forgiveness, you know, that we talked about in forgiving uh, your relative, and and they see the joy of the Lord being restored in you, that's going to be a powerful testimony to them of the goodness of the Lord, and that you can tell them we go and we worship, 
and being a church that teaches the Word. That's why I recommend at Calvary Aurora. That is an incredible place. I love that church, and, and there are other good churches as well. Um, but make it a priority, and you're going to see that they're going to be more uh, influenced by that and keep praying for them and say, Lord, help my children to want to go to church and be edified, and then speak to them about the things of the Lord. You know, talk to them what the Lord means to you and what you're hearing from the Lord as you continue to grow. Hey, I, I was on I Grace FM, and I heard this teaching, or I was blessed by this, and, and do that, and you're going to see that it's going to impact them in a positive way. Amen. Thank you so much. I will definitely call you back in a few weeks. And you you call me back. I'm, I'm gonna okay. try. I'm gonna try very very hard. And here's the thing to remember, Lily. When I'm trying to pass along to you, you can't do it in your own flesh. You can't do it in your own energy. So that's why you need God's help, and He's there to help you. In Hebrews chapter four, that He's our compassionate high priest that we can go to him to the throne of grace in time of need to receive mercy and grace, and that's what you need. And that's why we took you to the throne of grace. You keep going to him, okay? Thank you so much. Okay, you Thank call me you. back. You, you, okay. you have a good day. Okay, you too. Right, bye-bye. So important that we're in fellowship. We're coming to the end of the show. I'm sorry we didn't get to everybody um, today on the prayer lines, but we'll be back on the air tomorrow. And i um, so grateful for your calls. Such a privilege to be able to pray with you. Stay in the Word. Stay close to believers. And God bless you. We'll see you next time. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.